0: stronger, so much wiser. Won't you please listen to my song? There is no way I could ever turn back now. Won't you please listen to my song? La la la. To my song. Welcome back to Nelloscope the Podcast. I am the host of Nelloscope the Podcast, Chris Nella, and you've tuned in to part two of the season finale. I hope you've tuned in to part one. If you haven't listened to part one, make sure you get that done today. But right now, this is the season finale, season two, part two, where we interview the iconic Karen Marie Mason. It's incredible how one woman has shaped so many artists, some of the biggest names in music that you know today and entertainment. So here's the format for the season finale of season two for Nelloscope. We're gonna have some wonderful, delicious indie fire. It's gonna be hot out the stove for you guys today. We're gonna have the topic, which in this case, is part two of our previous interview with the iconic Karen Marie Mason. When she gives her decision, if she decides to work with Mary J. Blige, you don't wanna miss it, guys. It's part two of the Nelloscope season finale. And then of course, we're gonna end the show with the moments to be inspired by. But before we get into anything, put on your gloves, open up the stove, woo! Let that steam hit you because it's now time for fresh, hot-out-the-oven indie fire. Today's selection is going to be Reason to Live by Shante Khan from the Through the Stages Volume 1 Compilation EP. You can find the, the compilation anywhere where streaming music can be played. So without further ado, here's Shante Khan with Reason to Live here on Nelloscope the podcast. Enjoy.
1: <laughs> Exposes your fears Terrified of all things unspoken Though you're trapped inside your mind You may think you're hard to fight, But you're not And even if you feel Like you still don't have the will All you've got to do is know You Like a dead end but you're not alone on this journey. When your world is all oh so great, like it's all slipping away, but it's not, it's not. When your head is spinning round, you can see the find your ground, all you got.
0: Yes, 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 that was Reason to Live by Shante Khan from the Through the Stages Volume 1 EP compilation. Now, I've read your emails, I've got your text. Everybody has been waiting on part two. What will Karen decide? It's time to find out, listen up. Here's part two of Karen Marie Mason, the season two finale here and She
2: was a, l- a little teenpreneur, and and I was her mommy, and I was in heaven. And during that time, I got a call from Kirk Burroughs. Kirk had started Bad Boy with with uh, Puffy. Um, and then that broke off, and he was managing Mary J. Blige now. And he called me. He said, Karen, I need you. Everyone knows you're the best marketer in the business. I need you. And I said, well, you know, Kirk, I'm kind of on a different planet right now. I'm over here homeschooling, making soap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know, being like Susie Homemaker. Like, what you talking about? Kirk was like, "Please, I need you." And I was like, "Okay, Kirk, if you if you really need me, you're gonna have to give me this and do this and that. These are my terms, you know." And they were a little exaggerated well, because I felt like he ain't gonna agree to all of this anyway, and it'll all be good. He'll just say, hey, I can't do this and we'll still remain friends and we just keep it moving. Kirk said yes to everything that I asked for. Everything. Wow. (sighs) That's what I said. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And under Kirk's leadership, you know, we focused on really rebranding Mary from just not just being hip-hop Mary, but really rebranding her to a more polished mary and got her the first major deal of this nature uh with a major makeup with makeup company which was mac at the time got her uh, her first uh deal with um dark and lovely hair color and she was on the box got sponsors for her tour did all the marketing you know under the direction of kirk for mary at the time and really just really took where Mary was and what she was growing into and amplified that. Amplified that in the styling. Amplified that in the makeup. Amplified that in uh, in her appearances. Amplified that in her cover art for her music. Amplified that in the types of interviews that we did. Uh, And it was a beautiful, beautiful time because again, Karen got to stay home and work with her daughter while working with one of the biggest artists in the country, who could ask for anything more? So we did marry, and then you know, Mary. People probably know a little bit of that story. Mary eventually married Ken Do. Ken Do became her manager. Kirk was no longer her manager, so she was no longer my client because Kirk had, had hired me. Though we remained friends, but you know, things happen. Um, so I'm still at home, and I'm still Kenya's now. I don't know, maybe 14, 15. She's growing up, you know, quite a bit. Um, but I'm living the life that I saw in my head. Just like you, the listeners, can live the life that you see and feel and know in your bones and your DNA that is to be your life. So I'm raising my daughter. She's speaking here, She's moving across the country, She's doing all kinds of things. And my money started to dry up a little. and so i started doing locations for music videos and how i started doing that and i I share this because i just really want y'all to understand that if you want it it can absolutely be yours so i had they have this film and television directory here in atlanta and i put my name in there as a location scout Mm -hmm. i didn't know what i didn't know all the details of what a location scout did I didn't know, you know, but I figured I could figure it out. I mean, I ran departments, right? So suddenly right. I could figure out what a lo- you know, location scout, because even in my capacity as a product manager, director of marketing, head of marketing, all of these different positions, I didn't deal with location scout. I deal with our video commissioner. Our video commissioner is the one who mm-hmm. who commissions the videos. I say to the video commissioner, We want this kind of kind of look. We want it highly stylized. We want it this, that. She comes back to me with real of of those video directors who can manifest that style. We wind it down to two or three. We request treatments from them. We choose a treatment. Then we go I just show up at the video shoot. Not mm-hmm. even Registering that a scout was who you, you, you understand found the location. I just showed up as an exec, mm. so I put I put my name in this in this book and forgot all about it. Maybe six, eight, eight months, maybe even longer. I get a call. Uh Hi, I'm I'm such and such. I'm producing a video for this this dude named Ti. I don't know who this dude wow. is. Wow. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying. And she's like, right. we need this, that. We need a grocery store. We need a building. We need this, that, and the other. I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> right? I go, I go on the line. I go online. I go, you know, research it. Okay, okay. It's what I got to do. It's what I got to do. I'm thinking. I just got to find the locations. I found the locations. The artist shows up. The, the producer shows up. Where are we parking the buses? And I'm like, oh, I got to find a place for the buses, right? So I find right, a place right. for the buses, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, and then, where are we, where are we doing catering? Where's the crew gonna eat? Where are we doing hair and makeup? Wow! And I'm realizing wow. that I ain't got my shit together right now. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm, I'm learning because I'm still giving 100. Now it's 100 of what I know, but the more that opens up to me, then I can give more. So I'm realizing all of these things I was supposed to do. I didn't do. Next thing you know, somebody from the city of Atlanta shows up and says, where's your permit?
3: Oh. Oh, my.
2: Oh, my. (laughs) So I'm learning how to talk my way out of some stuff. We're in front of a store and the store is like, you can't be in front of my store. We don't have an agreement. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I handled everything with a certain level of grace and humility. Cause shit was jacked up. But <laughs> so you, really would, you, you, you wouldn't really know it because I didn't. I wasn't flustered by it. I was just like, oh, that ain't never gonna happen again. Something else will happen and I'd fix it. That ain't never gonna happen again. Not like that. Maybe other things will happen, but it ain't gonna go down like this again, okay? Right. So after that video, this producer, hired me for every video she was doing. Now, wow. mind you, I made a lot of blunders on that first video, but I still gave 100. I still had That's humility, awesome. and I still was ready to work. And so I trained on the job and became one of the best location manager scouts for music videos. So Ludacris, Young Jeezy, Lil Wayne when he shot here, Cherish, 8-Ball MJG, I mean just on and on and on and on and on doing all of these videos, having the time of my life because now my daughter could be with me on videos. So we still homeschooling, we homeschooling on the job wow. because my whole yeah. philosophy with her was the world was our classroom anyway. So I did very little schooling at home. We, we schooled in the kitchen, we did math in the kitchen, we did measurements, conversions by cooking. We would go to the museum. Now we're talking about critiquing, understanding, being able to articulate how something makes you feel. Mm -hmm. At the time, I used to to promote a lot of lectures with Dick Gregory and Dr. Richard King and Claude Anderson and so many of our leaders in politics and history. She learned there. So it was nothing to have her on the video stuff with me. At, At one point, she didn't want to work for me, though, because she was like, you just do too much you just too much. Just too <laughs> much. Uh, that hurt my feelings and it eventually had me change the way I worked in some ways. Because at times it, it got hectic. I'm shooting with Hype Williams, we shooting with Jeezy, with, with and, and Hype has a real gu- gorilla style of working. We jumping out yeah. vans and shooting and jumping back in vans and you know what I mean? And <you> know, <laughs> so things would be hectic. Jeezy wanted to shoot in all the trap neighborhoods, so I made sure I went in those neighborhoods and found out who who in charge here. Mm. Because I'm not yeah, coming yeah. in your neighborhood talking about I'm Karen, I'm a location scout, and we just gonna shoot. No, I'm there before that, and I'm finding out who's who, and I'm building relationships with all all the trap folks. Some of them wow. are still my friends yeah. today because I'm about yeah. giving 100. Now when I show Mm -hmm. up, they're like, what's up, Karen, what you need? What's up, what's up, what Jeezy need? We got you. Wow. So I'm not about just doing my quote unquote job well. I'm about establishing those relationships that help me to do my job even more effectively. Mm -hmm. So one day I'm doing a, what's this guy's name from the West Coast? I'll tell you in a second. Main Domain has something to do with this. I don't know if it was on Jermaine's label or if it was he produced it. I can't remember. But we we, we shooting, and someone tells me that Tyler Perry's looking to hire a location scout. Um, this is when he was on Croc Street. He's had three locations here, Crog Street, Continental Colony, and now where he is on Main Street in East Point. And I was like, okay, Jermaine, I gotta step out. I'll be back in a little bit. And I went over to Crock Street. Don't know nothing about locations for film. I'm thinking it's similar to videos. Because at this point, I had quite the resume in, in videos. Right. But, but I said, when you get over there, ask for Roger Bob. I said, okay. And, and I share this story because I just want y'all to know that y'all can have whatever you wanna have. Right? So I go over there. And the receptionist was like, "Hi, you know, how can I help you?" And I was like, "I'm here to see Roger Bob. Do you have an appointment?" "I do not." "Does he know why you're here?" "He does not." She's looking at me now like, "You crazy?" You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting. I'm right, looking right. at her like, "I'm confident I'm going to see Roger Bob, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not overly with it. But in my heart, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to work out one way or another." She said, "Okay." Who should I tell him is here? I said, tell him his location Scott is here. She goes away. She's gone for a good little while. She comes back. She says, he'll see you. Go in. I say, hi, Roger. I'm already, I'm hyped. I'm coming from a video shoot with craziness going on. So I'm already a little hyped. I'm a little hyped, you know. He's really kind of stoic, soft-spoken, amazing director, amazing producer. I said, hi, Roger. I know you don't know me thank you so much for seeing. You. I know you need location person. I'm it. He's taken aback because I'm a little forward, right? And he's like, what? do you have a resume? And I was like, nope, no, I had no resume, no nothing. I said, you know what? This is real tacky though. I can write out all of the um, videos I've done and I can email it to you. And he's like, okay, yeah. And he gives me his assistant's email address. And I was like, oh, okay. So I sent him the email. I heard nothing, like not not when I say nothing, <laughs> I mean nothing. So I went back. Mm-hmm. This again. I was like, here, I'm here to see Roger. Do you have an appointment? No. Same, same thing uh, is he expecting. You No. who should I tell him is here? His location scout he goes, goes away yeah. for a little while, a little longer time. He'll see you. I walk into Roger's office and I said, Hey, Roger, I didn't hear from you. Now that's pretty gutsy. That's what people tell me. That's pretty gutsy. But I didn't. I hadn't heard from him. And he sort of was like, very pleasant, but you know, don't call me. I'll call you. And I was like, well, you know, you know, I'm leaving. And, and I'm like, you know, I'm the best, right? And he just kind of nods. The next day, something happened with some other person or some situation. Guess who they call? I was able to bell boom. I'm 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 working for Tyler Perry. Family that prays was wow. my first my first movie that I worked on and then a ton of others. Now again, mm-hmm. movie's a little bit different than than video. So I, I made some mistakes. But I was humble with it. And I was determined that those mistakes were part of my learning curve and they would never happen again. And that's, you know, I eventually got to Tyler Perry and then a whole bunch of other movies, you know, more than I could remember. But again, I'm I'm kind of in my lane and I'm really, really enjoying the life that I have created for myself. Now, locations is very, very demanding. And you, there's a certain amount of level of availability that you have to have, you know. It's these, you know, my 12, 14-hour days and it's you know, all of this other stuff. And after a while, I just you know i got a little tired of that even though the money was great i i didn't want to be so available to anyone and remember i'm still raising a daughter and so i didn't want to do that so roger who at the time was tyler's main producer and director branched out and started bobcat ricky smiley show um the man's all all of those shows are his and i said to Roger I, well i said to Angie who was Roger's producer now and i said angie can i do the music for these shows and angie's like i'll talk to roger cuz we don't have anyone and i saw this as a great opportunity to marry my life in music and my interest in film from another direction that wasn't so demanding in terms of time She talks to Roger, next thing you know, I'm I'm a music supervisor. And again, I'm learning from the ground up. But I'm given this opportunity, and I'm given 100. Uh, to just sort of bring it all back around as a result of my work in music supervision, in film, in the industry, in, in being a promoter, all of these things that I've done over the years, uh, Mr. Johnson was like, hey, Karen. And I had heard about Mr. Johnson for years, and I know our paths have crossed many times in the industry. And he was saying, you know, you should consider going to Madame." And I thought, hmm, okay. You know, I used to attend the damn years ago. Maybe I might just do that. And before I left for Medem, I thought, why not create some sort of platform where I can share about what was happening at Medem in the worldwide marketplace with musicians and artists who would never necessarily have an opportunity at that time to go and to attend. And that's how Artist Launch was born. And it was born at a time when the music industry was really changing in such a big way you know when Mm -hmm. i started artist launch artists didn't want to get on streaming services and i'm like you're leaving coins on the table you know when i started artist launch they didn't know about sound exchange and i'm like yo y'all leaving money on the table when i started artist Mm -hmm. launch they people didn't people thought bmi and ascap were publishers They're not publishers. They're performance rights organizations. So I was realizing that there was a big drought on musicians really understanding and really knowing how to monetize their craft. And that became my focus of Artist Launch and and pretty much how you and I um, connected. So, And throughout that, and that's kind of sort of bringing it full circle. Throughout that process, I got cancer, breast cancer, stage four, which I'm living with now and and so it, it changed things a lot for me at least in my head and also physically like i just wasn't able to do a lot of the things that i could do but again like everything else i'm giving 100 i am going i'ma make it work and out of uh, the cancer diagnosis came through the stages which is an ebook and also came the label healing atl and so many of the things that I'm continuing to do today, including being a talent manager. I manage two main talents, and I do work for others, but the two main ones is a painter by the name of Fahamu, um, who's a, probably one of a the brilliant top- brilliant painter. Yeah, Let, yeah, top ten. There. A brilliant. Mm-hmm. A yeah. brilliant, vocal, mm-hmm.
3: meaningful painter to, to at least our time.
2: Yes, so absolutely. Right yeah. we, got, we, got to
3: give, we got to give them due. we got to
2: give Yeah, due. no, we have to give don't them due. In, and right. <laughs> most recently, he has started uh, Adama, which would be the first contemporary African-American museum uh, in the world. Like all this blackity-black stuff and this basic stuff that we don't even have yet. Um, so mm-hmm. it's starting virtually, and eventually it would be a physical building, etc. And then I also managed LaGuardia Cross, who is a, uh, an influencer in the family vertical. And through my management of them, it got me really into brand partnerships. And that's how I've been able to do brand partnerships with everyone from Clorox to Flintstone to Roborock Vacuum to so many other brands, Old Navy, etc. which is again, really being an advocate for the talent. Being an advocate for the artist, which is pretty much what I've done in different ways my whole life and my own, my whole career. How do I advocate for him? Make sure we do partnerships where his coffers are full, but we're not compromising the brand in any way. How do we position it in such a way, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's that's what I do uh, for them. And I'm looking to expand that and, and maybe bring in a couple more influences and in other as time develops, But I say all of that to say that's how I ended up here with you. <laughs> and I love it. And I love yes.
3: the desire process. Mm-hmm. And I, I, am, I am privileged to be a part of it. Now, let me let me ask you this. You spoke about Healing ATL. You have a brand new compilation album. Tell us a little right. bit about
2: that. Well, you know, Healing ATL came out of my own journey, you know, being Sick with cancer and coming very close on a number of, of times to, to making my transition. But I was like, just like everything else, I had to learn to give myself 100 and say, I ain't ready to go anywhere, right? I'm not going anywhere. So I'm like God. Well, we got to work out. Um, mm-hmm. But at the time, I was getting so much support from the community. I would have people drop off case of water at my house, bring me dinner, do all kinds of things because I had to have a spinal compression surgery because the spine, the cancer had metastasized to my spine. So I couldn't walk. I couldn't. I couldn't bathe myself. I, there's so much I couldn't do, and I had a team of people who were in my space in all different capacities, helping me cook, helping me bathe, help clean me, clean my house. You know, I had uh, phone people like Angela and others who I spoke to who would calm me and and just walk through my day with me, you know, to keep my my vibrations high. And so I was like, man, I need to put out a compilation album of healing music, one, to say thank you, and two, to create something that helps get people through the stages. So it eventually started, you know, from my own cancer experience. But as time went along and I didn't have the energy to actually release I just it was just too many different pieces. So Les came on board and partnered with me and really kinda of kept things moving when I could not. But rather than base it around cancer, I thought I'm going to release a series of compilations. This is just the first one. A series of compilations called Through the Stages, Volume 1, 2, 3, 4, that help people get through whatever they're going through. Relationships, job, illness, challenges, etc. It will be music that's not so directly to your situation, but more generally to helping you heal. And so Through the Stages Volume One is the first compilation from that series, which features jazz singer Shantae Khan. It features a local hot singer that came out of Kevin Shine's organization. Ten, it features Mariba who's now signed to Interscope and is doing phenomenal out there and she's on the new Spillers Village album and she's just crazy. Sonny Patterson, Kishona Armstrong and, and a few others. So this is our first of many offerings uh, of a number of volumes and we're actually in conversations with some record companies about possibly picking up the whole project. So we're we're just sort of moving through that, through that whole piece. So that's Healing ATL is the label and Through the Stages volume one is the first compilation. And you can go to healingatl.com for more information.
3: Through the Stages was also coupled with your ebook. Tell them where they can find the ebook information about how to say because it all started and it started with an ideal guy. So tell them where they can find that that
2: information. Well, before I tell them that, I also want to say that, you know, I I feel like my whole life is a testament to really staying focused in the midst of storms at times. But also to be able to really hold on to your ideas. Hold on to the ideal that you've established for yourself. And know that it can manifest. Not maybe, not, not, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a be a singer. I don't know if I'm a do this. No, besides that, it's yes, I am gonna do this. That little girl that I homeschooled who started her own magazine, went on to full scholarship at Howard University, worked for uh, Harry Reid, who was, who was at that time the um, state uh, Senate majority leader, went back to school, On full scholarship again, got her degree in international relations and became a diplomat. She's been in Vietnam. She's now in Guinea. She's, well, today she's in Ethiopia. You know what I'm saying? And her next post will be back in Southeast Asia. Because what we must do is not only focus 100 on the things we want for ourselves, but also develop within our children, even if we're scared. Develop within them a fearlessness and a desire and a knowledge that they can do whatever that they want to do. That the sky is really, literally not even the limit, right? Mm -hmm. So now little Miss Kenya speaks fluent French and fluent Vietnamese. And she goes back to Southeast Asia, she'll be speaking fluent Mandarin. She ain't come here to play with y'all, but neither should you. And I'm talking to right. you, that artist, that writer, that instrumentalist, that singer, that producer. You don't have any idea where your blessing is going to come from. I just happened to be at a video shoot. Someone just happened to mention Tyler Perry to me. I just happened to go over there. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I say happen, but we also know there are no coincidences. So we never know where it's going to come from. When Sylvia called me when I was at, um, at, at Columbia, I had never spoken to Sylvia. Everyone knew who Sylvia was. Everyone admired her for all she'd done in the business as a black woman. But I had never even spoken to her. And here she is, not her secretary calling me. She's calling me.
3: Wow. She we can, time on a date.
2: The what I'm saying? We can create the roadmap that we want for ourselves and for our lives. Who you expect wow. to do that? Who are you expecting to do that for you? We're always yeah. looking outside of ourselves. And I challenge you to look within yourself and see the God that you are and can therefore manifest anything that comes to mind. And I mean anything.
3: Yeah, literally anything.
2: (laughs) Literally anything. How, How do we think the first car was built? How was the first plane built? It came out of somebody's mind. Right. So the question is, where's your mind? Why are you not coming up with what's already in there? Oh, you busy. Oh, you busy on Instagram. You busy on social media. You busy doing stuff that's not fruitful. You missing your own abundance that is within you. And you telling yourself you can't when there is no such thing as can't. I could have told my daughter, man, you can't start no magazine. What you doing? What are we going to, How are we going to do that? I said, oh, you want to start a magazine? Let's do it. You want to start a little clothing line? She had her own little clothing line called Modest Apparel. Let's do it. God of soul and lesson. Everything is, is within our reach. It's only the time that it takes to reach you. And that's your decision. That's your decision. You get to decide that. But you can't decide it when you're clouded. When your mind is clouded by things that are not serving you, feeding you, watering you. That's your responsibility. I could tell you about it. But it's your responsibility to take your time and go within. That's how every campaign that I came up with came about. Sitting here clearing my mind, okay, I can't position these these little boys as no hip hop impresarios. Let me let me let me position them as a fashion statement. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere.
2: But out of your head. And y'all got a billion ideas in your head. That can absolutely manifest. So, it's through the stages.com and healingatl.com. That's where you can find the it.
3: Throughthestages.com and healingatl.com. Yeah. In closing,
2: mm-hmm.
3: what would be the one thing you would tell an artist today? Because the promotions have changed. If you mm-hmm. had to sit down an artist in your own words and only the way that you can.
2: Oh, there's one thing, I don't know, but what, you know, because there are many things I would want to say. But the one thing I think that I would say uh, in this conversation is to find your your voice. You know, a lot of times we come up by imitating others. It's like a child. You, 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 you learn to walk by seeing other people walk. You learn to hold the cup by seeing how other people learn to cut. So you're really copying others. Initially, And you may do that for a moment till you kind of get a, a, a little groove and a flow about it. But I would say to them, discover and find your authentic voice. Not just your singing voice, your communicative voice, what's important to you, how you want to position yourself. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't care how good of a musician you are, how great of a singer you are, What people are interested in now is where does your authenticity come from? That's what they're interested in now. What is your story? You know, back in the day, people used to think, okay, you got a great song, that's it. They didn't need to know the story, the background, the this, the that, the other. But we live in a different place in time where you've got a hundred, two hundred thousand songs being uploaded a day the streaming services? What is it that, that you think you're going to separate in the midst of 200,000 songs every day? And what makes you uniquely you is your story. And so my challenge to you is find that story. What is it? Maybe, maybe you were a country boy. Maybe you grew up, grandma raised you, so you got certain ways that you look at life and the way that you approach things. Maybe you were like me, family from Jamaica, spent early life in Jamaica, growing up in Brooklyn, you know, came down with cancer, pushing through Mm -hmm. the the challenges that face us. Find, find yourself in yourself. Not, not the one that you created for the job or created for your husband Mm -hmm. or wife or even created for your children or created for the church. Man you so many people, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> who the hell are you? And that's how it comes across, confused. Mm-hmm. Give me something I could grab onto. Who are you? What's important to you? I should be able to feel that just by looking at you. The way you dress, the colors you use, your logo. I should be able to feel who you are. So that's what I would say, find, find your authentic voice. And you ain't in no category by yourself. Everybody looking for that. They just, Mm -hmm. most of them are not honest enough to admit that they don't know who the hell they are. (laughs) Most people are not honest honest enough to admit that they're confused by who they are. And so they become a different person in every scenario. That's a hard way to live, man. That's challenging. That's really, really challenging. It's there.
3: It it, it can't be put itself. Yeah, it's there.
2: Some people live their whole, whole lives and never find themselves. They live their whole life as somebody else. I mean, they, they do. I, I, I'm not. I'm not even judging. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't be that person. Because it's magic when you find yourself. When you find the you and you is magic. Everything begins to make sense.
3: Well, Nella Nation, <laughs> as I said, this is the reason why my podcast is international. This is the reason why I <laughs> provide premium content for free. Because simple yeah. fact, this woman has poured into me. Because I'm pouring into you. Now we charge you to pour into someone else. Tell everybody where they can find you if we haven't already covered it. Because again, um, I sure. want everybody to get this information.
2: Yes. Well, you could follow me on Instagram, and uh, that's Karen Marie Mason. And you can also follow Healing ATL on Instagram and I am Karen Marie Mason everywhere else. And certainly you can be a part of Artist Launch. There's lots of things going on over there as well. But Nella, I just wanted to say to you, man, you're one of my best students. You made me proud. <laughs> <laughs> you you make me proud. You really do. I'm I am honored. Uh, to be on your program, you know, I am honored at what you're doing. You know, I am absolutely honored at, um, how you've taken so many of these teachings and giving them life. And, um, and I'm just, I'm just grateful. I, it fills me with, with joy. It really does. So I'm so very proud of you. And guys,
0: that is the conclusion of the karen marie mason the icon i have to say it correctly the icon karen marie mason it was a privilege and an honor to interview her i hope you were encouraged by it i hope you were empowered by it. i hope these pearls of wisdom that she gave you i hope they'll make you and your life better i hope you enjoyed that interview as much as i enjoyed giving it and now it's time for moments to be inspired by i'm here live in atlanta georgia celebrating the life and the death of my mother-in-law felicia Sutton. i dedicate this show to her we're uh here celebrating the life and death of miss felicia Sutton, and i just want to let you know that uh miss Sutton, I, I love you your, your daughters love you and uh thank you for the life that you've you live with us. Guys, take, take full advantage of your, your loved ones if they're alive, especially in this pandemic. Make sure that you call your mom today. Make sure that you speak to your sister today. Make sure you speak to your father today because life is yet a vapor. Today's inspiration is a very simple but powerful quote. It says, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. That quote again is, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. And that was Moments to be Inspired by here on the season finale of Nelloscope. Nella Nation. Season 2. Episode 13 is a wrap. Guys, I'd like to thank you all for following me throughout season 2. I can promise you that season 3 is going to be Bigger and better. On today's show, we listen to part two of the Karen Marie Mason interview, and she gave all of the other things, the iconic things that she's done in her career, and how she's currently empowering herself to keep going. Make sure you go to her website, www.karenmariemason.com. Make sure you follow her on IG at Karen Marie Mason. Make sure you follow her her record label at Healing ATL. Guys, make sure that this podcast is listened more than once. I recommend that you get a pen and a piece of paper because the wisdom and know-how of this woman can literally make a difference in your life if you apply it. The Indie Fire for today was Reason to Live by Shante Khan and that is from the Through the Stages Volume 1 compilation ep you can find it anywhere where music guys again wow season two we're going into season three if you haven't shared Nelloscope yet make sure you do because again our goal is to become the number one podcast in the entire world guys i love you but god loves you more that sizzling spirit follow me on Nelloscope on IG, and Nelloscope Live on Facebook. We're going to take Nelloscope to a higher level. It's your man, Chris Nella. I will talk to you soon. Be well, and I'm gone.